Easel Bancroft's Worst Year Ever by Nick Goss. Chapter 1. My name's Easel Bancroft, and I hate baseball. And yet here I am, standing in deep right field with some other boy's glove on my right hand. But I'm left-handed, and I throw with my right. So the glove is essentially upside down on the wrong hand. And that's basically the story of my entire first year in public school. Everything seems to fit wrong. I'm out of place in the dreary and invisible deep right field of public school. They say it's for everyone, and you can get a good education whether you're smart or not. Well, I disagree. It wasn't always like this. Up until last year, I was perfectly happy. I was homeschooled from preschool all the way through the fifth grade. Homeschool is where I belong. I was free to learn whatever I wanted and did quite well to keep up with all of the baloney standards of public education. In fact, I far surpassed them, naturally. But things changed over the summer. My father fell off a ladder while painting our neighbor's house. She's a little old lady named Mrs. Schultz. She lives in a creepy, creaky old house that's probably haunted. I'm quite sure about this. And she lives alone. Her husband died years ago when she sacrificed him in some strange witchcrafty ritual. That's what all my classmates tell me. Then, according to legend, she ate him. They simply call her the Widow. But I know the Widow quite well, and none of those gossipy, nonsense things are true. Mr. Schultz passed away from a heart attack, and he's buried in the memorial garden in the city park. I've seen the headstone. And the Widow is super nice, though she did find it odd that I homeschooled. I'm used to that. Anyway, Father fell off the ladder and broke his back, legs, arms, and other bits and pieces. Doc Barton said it would be a long two-year recovery. That means he can't work, which means he can't provide an income, which means mother must work, which means mother can't homeschool me anymore, at least not until dad is back on his feet. All this to say, I don't belong here in this stupid public school playing with these stupid public kids on this stupid public baseball field. I'm stuck in some strange alternate dimension a public school dimension, a version of my perfectly amazing life with my perfectly amazing brain, only having to simply exist among the knuckle-dragging oafs that call themselves my classmates. Homeschoolers like me don't have classmates, unless you count my younger sibling. His name is, well, it's irrelevant. Younger siblings are like classmates that you can use for science experiments. They make great test subjects, but test subjects don't have names. They have numbers. I call him number two. That's all the name you need. I'm number one, of course, but you can call me Easel. There are no test subjects in public school. It's perfectly dreary. Going to public school is a soul-sucking existence. Sit here, don't move, don't talk, raise your hand, go there, do this, do that, then do more of it at home. They call that homework. Ironically, the only learning that actually takes place in public school is in the bedroom or at the kitchen table when kids have to actually think for themselves and complete some menial intellectual exercise. A loud screaming pops my thought bubble. I look up 
and all the kids are yelling at me from the infield. All eyes are on me, Easel Bancroft. They are all yelling wildly and pointing into the sky above me. So I look up to see what all the fuss is about. Apparently some idiot left-handed batter smashed a fastball into deep right field, where yours truly is standing. I look up just in time to see the white leather baseball briefly eclipse the sun. The black shadow swells rather quickly, but the sunlight is too intense for me to keep my eyes trained on its approach. The light sears my eyes, and I squeeze them tight as sunspots dance behind my eyelids. The yelling baseball monkeys are absolutely losing their minds. I can hear them. It's such a big deal to them for some reason. Ugh, I hate this game. I didn't want to play. But the P.E. teacher, Mr. Brown, insisted I take the field. I raise my right arm above my head. I don't move my feet. I don't run. I don't know exactly where the baseball is headed. But from its brief passage across the face of the sun, my instincts tell me it's headed dangerously close to my head. My left arm instinctively swings over my face to protect me from the incoming missile. The sunspots still dance and swirl. I feel the baseball slam into my wrong-handed ball glove like a meteor. Thwap! The slapping of the white leather against the ancient, soft leather of the glove quickly penetrates. My palm is on fire with pain. The kids cheer wildly, but only for half a second. For as soon as the ball slaps my palm, it drops from my mitt and tumbles to the grass at my feet. The cheers turn to swear words. Great. I'll be the object of jokes and insults for a week, and probably worse. I fall to the ground searching for the ball. I'm still blinded by the sun, my hands swiping back and forth through the grass. Finally, I find the baseball. Throw it! Throw it! They all scream. Apparently, the runner was rounding second base and headed to third. There was still a chance to tag him out. But I'm blind, and I hate baseball and public school in general. I rock back and launch the ball blindly into the air and over the fence by mistake. This has been a reading of Easel Bancroft's Worst Year Ever, copyright 2021 by Nick Goss.